Talking Colorado Mesa men's hoops with Mavs coach Mike DeGeorge on the team. And with us right now, Coach the Maverick men, Mike DeGeorge. Mike, good morning. Appreciate the time as always. Jim, thanks for having me. Uh, your, your team suffering its first conference loss and the, the you know, the Blizzard and Brownson uh, losing that uh, game, unfortunately, to Fort Lewis College. And I know for your basketball team, uh, looking forward to that rivalry. Incredible crowd uh, for that game on Friday night. But uh, one of the things you were concerned about, their length, uh, th- their ability to score the basketball as well. Those are going to be challenges. You-, you made the reference of when you scrimmaged them and you went back and watched the tape, it was like the tape was running at high speed. That's how how just uh, frenetic the pace was uh, when you, you scrimmaged them. But uh, you were talking about a-, a great scoring basketball team and unfortunately just couldn't find a way to, to slow them down in the end. Yeah, it was a disappointing night and really appreciated just what a great crowd it was. I think it was the biggest crowd we've had since, uh, since I've been there, I've been here. And so, um, yeah, it was a disappointing night for us. And, you know, on some levels, it was kind of their night. I mean, they hit big shots. There were kind of timely things that unfolded. Um, and then on another level, you got to look deeper and you got to find ways to get better. And, you know, we're just turning the ball over too much. And we had some significant breakdowns that, again, some of the, lesser talented teams we didn't get exposed on but there are some things we need to do better defensively that'll help us stay in front and rotate better uh, and just make it harder against the better athletes that we face so you know I do think there's a growth opportunity here and I think in the long run we'll be better off for the adversity we face just the group is really struggling right now emotionally just because you know the three teams that you know that we felt were like the three best teams we faced you know we left the game feeling like you know, we had some regrets. If we'd have just played better, we would have won. And so, you know, and now it's starting to become a pattern. And so, we really have to figure out, you know, how to how to play better in the biggest games. You referenced the turnovers. I believe it was twenty-two turnovers in the game. How do you address that with your guys and working on cutting down that mark? Well, we weren't super kind about it. We pulled up all the turnovers that we had in the three losses and just put them into categories and. And just made them watch just like how we're turning the ball over in different ways. Um, and and hopefully we can start to address that. And, you know, part of it is it's this weird balance. We are trying to play fast. Um, you know, we're trying – technically we're playing without a point guard. Uh, and so, you know, we knew there, the threat of us having more turnovers was one of the concerns about going to this style. And, you know, we are – I think we're right near the top of – turning it over in the RMAC. And so, you know, it has been an issue. And I think as the guys get more and more comfortable with the pace and we can just be a, have a little better fundamentals in the paint and a little better spacing against presses, um, I think we'll, we'll be able to not solve the problem but reduce the problem where all the strengths we have as a team will we'll be able to overcome that. Maverick men's basketball coach Mike DeGeorge with us. Uh, Mac Renneker was absolutely fantastic, 28 points. Uh, 11 of 12 from the field in that basketball game as once again another example of how Mac Renneker's uh, development on the offensive end uh, continues to, to grow here in, in now 2024. Yeah, you know, we're basically asking Mac and Trevor to be post players, uh, one end of the floor and point guards at the other end. And so their pressure really allowed us advantages to play and when we were able to break the press and Mac did an incredible job of uh, handling the pressure and then being able to attack and not only finish, but uh, find his teammates as well. Mike DeGeorge, Maverick men's basketball coach, uh, with us today on the Team Sports Network. Uh, 
a unique week this week, Mike, because it's a it's Tuesday, Thursday for your basketball team. It's uh, Western tonight. Uh, they were picked 15th and last in the RMAC preseason poll. They've got a new coaching staff. Uh, they did win their first RMAC game by a point in overtime against Adams State before they lost their next seven conference games. And uh, you know, right now they're they're a team that's that's six and twelve. Been a little bit better at home at Paul Wright Gymnasium than they've been on the road. I think one and nine on the road, and they're four and three at home. So it's a a basketball team that uh, certainly has had its struggles, but a team that also has been a much tougher out uh, within their own gymnasium. Yeah, the other piece to it too for them is that they are the, what we call the lone wolf in our conference scheduling, where they're the one team in the league that doesn't have a travel partner this year, and so. You know, when they, like this past weekend, they almost beat Mines at Mines on Friday night. And then Saturday, you know, they had to go over and play Metro, and the game got away from them. But Metro didn't have to play anybody on Friday night. So they've had a lot of their second nights are, are you know, they're playing at a disadvantage, and we're fixing the conference schedule next year, so that won't be happening anymore. But, you know, they're really playing not only with the first-year coaching staff uh, that didn't have a lot of time to recruit because the first coach – who got the job left after a month, um, you know, and in addition to that, then they have this challenging schedule. So they've really done an incredible job. The coaches have them play incredibly hard. And then, you know, they have a little different style than a lot of the RMAC teams. In our time here, the RMAC has evolved more and more to a kind of our style, similar to our style, where more teams are, are letting them play, the players play and teach them how to play rather than teaching them a bunch of plays. And, uh, and so, you know, they have, they run a set play every time down the floor. They stop the game. They set up in their sets. And so we haven't faced that as much, uh, lately and, and over the last couple of years. And so it's, uh, it, it is a different prep for us. It's obviously a short turnaround. Uh, but the primary concern I have is emotional. I mean, uh, we were, we really, uh, the guys have really, uh, had a hard time with this loss. And, you know, it'll, it'll take a lot of mental fortitude to go on the road and, uh, you know they're having a whiteout game. It'll be a big, big crowd, and and to be able to be ready to handle the adversity you're going to face in that kind of a setting. You know, Zach Klaus is their new head coach. Uh, he was the coach uh, for four years at the University of Idaho in the Big Sky Conference before uh, ending up at uh, Western to be their head coach. And one of the things where offensively they have the lowest ranked offense we referenced, Mike. Defensively, they've been pretty good. They're uh, giving up the fourth fewest points uh, per game in the conference at 71.9 points per game. You have one of the top scoring offenses in the conference. So from the defensive side with Zach Klaus, what has he tried to bring to Western that's made them a, a much improved defensive basketball team? Well, he clearly values toughness, and he's really got his kids playing super hard, and he's you know made some decisions and some of the guys that are playing larger roles this year are the tougher kids that they have in their program. So, you know, they're going to be, they're going to fight to the very end, and, and it's going to take a, a special effort by us to, to go there on the road, midweek, unusual schedule, and all the other circumstances I mentioned to go there and, and uh, put a good effort together. Kay Jufles is their, uh, their top scorer. He's the only one at double figures, 11.9 points per game. He has an eight-game uh, streak right now scoring in double figures. Uh, that was snapped in their loss to Metro State, but he's definitely been their best offensive player. We're talking with Mike DeGeorge, Colorado Mesa men's basketball coach, and then Mike, uh, Thursday, you're back here. It's Westminster. They're picked ninth in the preseason poll, and right now they're at the bottom of the conference standings at, at 1-12. They're 5-14 and 14 overall, so Westminster that has had some, some good programs over the good men's teams over the last couple of years, 
This has been a very down year for them. And once again, you play another team, kind of like Western, that's near the it's in the the, the basement of the, of the RMAC, and it's also another game where you just can't overlook these guys. Yeah, and they've had some injury problems, and um, you know I think that uh, their scholarship situation isn't great. They have a great coach, and um, and so I think you know they bought their best player transferred out because he got more money at another school last year, and then they, you know, and they bring some new guys in, and then they get some injuries to some key guys, and it's just too much to overcome for them. But I don't know the status of some of their players that have been injured uh, if they're coming back this year or not. So. Uh, but he always has a great game plan against us and, and makes it really hard for us. And, again, it's it's one of those games where, you know, it's more about us than it is about the opponent. We've had some bad habits creep in here, and we just need to really do things the right way. And, and um, you know, we get the weekend off, and it would be big to just uh, put two good performances together and kind of, you know, in this phase of the season, we will have played everybody in the conference one time after Thursday night. And then, you know, in February, you guys basically play uh, several of the teams the second time. And, you know, then you get into the third phase, which is the postseason. So, um, you know, it, it, this will be a big week for us to just kind of right the ship and, uh, and really put forward two great efforts. Just a couple more things about Westminster. You mentioned Norm Parrish, their coach, uh, who was the RMAC coach of the year back in 2017-2018, that uh, it, it's been a struggle for him this year. Uh, the player you referenced, Trey Ferrer, who was an all armac forward first team selection uh, he transferred to angelo state but right now uh chase potter has been their leading scorer at over 13 points per game trey woods right behind him at just under 13 points per game what are you seeing on film of westminster mike uh with uh, they have those four players that they do have in double figures right now yeah they also have rylan o'brien who is a little streaky and he uh, people may remember him he played at Ab state a few years ago and then he transferred out to uh, California school and then is now transferred back to Westminster. But he's very talented scorer on the perimeter, and that's kind of where they struggle is having their perimeter scoring. Uh, Potts inside is very long and has had some big games. And so, you know, they are very capable of, uh, of and it's been looked really good in stretches. I mean, they had Saturday night, they had Fort Lewis on the ropes um, in that first half, and then they just kind of ran out of gas down the stretch. But, um, you know, they, they've had segments of of a lot of games where they've been right there, they just haven't been able to put a full 40 minutes together, uh, you know, recently. Mike DeGeorge, coach of the Maverick men's basketball team, with us on the Team Sports Network. Uh, so we'll have Western tonight on the team, women's pregame at 445. Uh, they'll tip it at 5, then the men to follow tonight. And then uh, 515 pregame for the women on Thursday, men at 730, and they score off against Westminster. Uh, you, you made reference to a schedule change next year. This is something Taylor Wagner had mentioned to me, and I was reluctant to to mention it on the air just yet. Is it, can you tell folks what's going to be the next the the change in the schedule next year in the RMAC? Yeah, we're we're going to uh, pods, and I actually came up with I proposed the schedule change, so no one should <laughs> you can't criticize. <laughs> you're the, you're the guy responsible for this. Uh, <laughs> the, the, uh, so, but uh, so the schedule changes. Thursday we will play Thursday night, um, and then uh, we will play Saturday afternoon. And so the the general idea is we're in we have 15 teams. As I mentioned, uh, that one team's always the lone wolf, and they're kind of left out of, of really what's a fair schedule. And so it, it resolves a couple of things. We'll be in, as I said, pods of three teams, and there'll be five of those across the league. So, as an example, when we go up to play. Uh, South Dakota schools, Chadron, uh, Black Hills, and South Dakota Mines will be that pod. 
So us, Western and Westminster, will go up there and we'll play two of the three teams on Thursday night and then Saturday afternoon, and that allows us to drive back in a reasonable hour. So many of the RMAC teams end up driving back after you know these games. There was a couple of years ago, the COVID year, we played at South Dakota Mines, and the game went into double overtime. And uh, if you remember that year, we seemed to win every overtime game. And um, you know, so then we come out, and there's three inches of snow on the ground. We don't get back to Denver till five in the morning. We switch bus drivers then, and then we hit ski traffic, and it just sit on I-70, uh, trying to get back over the mountains home, and don't get home until one in the afternoon. So hopefully, it'll help eliminate some of those kinds of horror stories that most RMAC uh, players and coaches have, and uh, and it'll allow us to get out, you know, at a reasonable time on a Saturday and get home Saturday night safely, and then. Are also the other hope is is that having that day between the games on on that Friday off will just allow those Saturday games to be just as competitive as the Friday games. There are times when people just run out of gas on that second day with the travel between sites. So uh, you know, I think most of the coaches in the league were really excited about the change, and um, you know, it's a little bit more missed class time, but we actually aren't traveling as much. We're going to have two more non-conference games the way the schedule's set up, and. Um, so it, we're, we're hoping it'll be a positive change for the league. 